Welcome on in to the Smash Mouth Football Podcast. We are in week 13. We are getting to the final stretch. I'm upset about it. But you know what? If if you're like me, if you're like these guys in this podcast, my co-host here today, Gavin Peachmini. Connor's not in today. Take a drink. You've heard that before. Uh, we're, in a fa- we're in a fantasy playoffs season we're we're getting to that final stretch so uh i mean that's not our show we're not gonna talk about fantasy football obviously <laughs> but like set, set your line up yeah so well sometimes we do when we talk about like the vikings and connor for some reason brings up his fantasy team even though we don't we don't it's not a fantasy his football show. knowledge revolves around who's he's on like, his fantasy i know how good team. he is he's on my fantasy <laughs> team and it's like okay <laughs> And and it's great because we 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 can say this because we know he won't listen and he won't ever have this trace back to him. True, I hate Connor. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, well, what we would usually do is talk a little bit about the Thursday night football game, at least like somewhat. But there was none, fucking COVID and all this nonsense. So we're just gonna get right into the Sunday night games, previewing them. Uh, before we do that, I will talk about our records real quick. I am now 71-103 after going 7-8 last week. Connor went 5-10, 76-90-1. Gavin and P. Schmitty went 7-8 as well. The three of us going 7-8. Gavin is now 83-88-3. P. Schmitty 76-81-2. And, and actually last week was the first week ever. Every single one of us had a lone wolf hit. They all hit? Like, not like all of them hit. Yeah, no, like, at I, least one of us had a lone wolf that hit, you mean? Yes, exactly, yeah. Like, I had a New England Patriots, Connor had the Buffalo Bills, uh, Gavin had the Tennessee Titans, and Peachman had the San Francisco 49ers. So, without quickly, quickly all just, uh, the That Titans game was something. I mean... Just comp- like the, the two games that the Colts and Titans have had went totally opposite directions. And I know last game you were talking about Chris that like you you thought that the Colts matched up really well against the Titans. What what the and fuck, they do? What usually, the fuck do you think happened though? I I don't think the Colts are that good. Yeah, but I mean I've talked I've talked about it extensively. I don't think they're that good of a team. I think they're like a solid team on paper, but like it's just like I don't think they're that good. Well, the Titans aren't either, though. What it I, looked I like that. was that the Colts, or the, yeah, the Colts just could not tackle Derrick Henry, and no, their run defense was no good, and that's Body all they did was run the ball. Body blows. <laughs> and then Philip Rivers, he just didn't like Philip Rivers had a Philip Rivers day. Like he's either gonna have a good day or he's gonna have like a really bad day. He doesn't really have many average days out there. It's either the, good or bad. Yeah, like um, on the PFF podcast, they kind of talked about it. How like as far as their grading system goes, um, he's never this season, he has never had a game in graded in the sixties and sixties is like an average game. All of his games have either been in seventies or above or in the fifties and below. He's never had an average game. Like you said, he's either on it or really. <laughs> he's just, you know, and no, I just, I, I don't, I think it's very, we've talked about it extensively in this podcast to where it's, it's, it's very hard to win on the backbones of your defense, especially one which, in my opinion, is really lacking elite talent. And the 
best player in their team, really, probably is DeForest Buckner, and he missed last week, and they really fucking missed him. It really fucking showed. Derrick Henry was running all over them. And, you know, obviously the passing game is more important, more valuable, but if you're just ripping off big runs and just stomping all over everybody's fucking faces, I mean, I guess that's that's your prerogative. If you can't can't tackle Derrick Henry, why not keep going back to it? But honestly, like games like these are kind of, I think, in the long run, bad for the Titans because then they, I think, really think Derrick Henry works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, look, you can just run the ball 35 times a game and and win in a blowout. I think they're going to run. Let's let's be real. Yeah, they were going to do it regardless. Like (laughs) they just that that, that's just them that them and their really conservative play style i don't know it's fucking crazy anyway let's get to these game picks shall we uh the first game of the week we're gonna go into atlanta where new orleans saints are two and a half point favorites going into atlanta and i feel like this is a line to where it's recency bias to where of course like the Falcons just beat the Ravens in a surprising game. The Falcons are better than what we think. And then the New Orleans Saints, Taysom Hill looked like absolute garbage playing the Denver Broncos. And it's like, oh, you know, they're going going on the road. Is there, like, do either of you think Connor's picking the Saints? And obviously the Falcons can definitely upset, upset the Saints, especially with Taysom Hill at the quarterback. I personally just feel like the line is so close and the Saints are such a good fucking team. The where I'm, I'm picking the Saints. I think the Saints are going to win. I think Taysom Hill is going to have, I mean, an average day, and that's really all that matters in that Saints offense. What do you guys think? Um, I just think that, like, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna be the same as last game, where like Taysom Hill actually has like a good game. I think that. Eh, I don't know. I think it's more likely that he's going to have a game, maybe not as poorly or as poor as the, as the Broncos game, probably somewhere in the middle. And I don't think that's going to lead to much. Uh, I feel like he got lucky in the first game a little bit. Obviously, he passed the ball a little, a little more efficient than we thought. But I, I don't know, man. Taysom Hill is, should not be a starting quarterback in the league. And... So I'm going to pick the Falcons, even though that is going to take 10 years off my life doing that. But I just think that Matt Ryan has an on day. And uh, I think I think Julio might be back. Maybe. Yeah, Julio is yeah. supposed to be out there. Yeah. So, uh, and Janoris Jenkins is out is the other big part that I'm starting to um, lean towards the Falcons. So um, I'm, going to pick the, I'm going to pick the Falcons. I think they might actually win. So we'll see. If the spread was a little bit bigger, I would definitely take the Falcons. I think I'm still leaning towards them, just because I really don't have any faith in Taysom Hill. <laughs> uh, hopefully, you know, yeah, they go yeah. back to running it to Kamara all the time, because I desperately need that. Or is getting fantasy purposes. This guy been fucking involved in the passing game. Like it's it's crazy to me that like Taysom Hill would come in and obviously like the first game was good. The second game was horrendous. Mm-hmm. And you'd think that, all right, maybe the first game, it's like, all right, we're moving the ball. We don't really need to. But in the second game, how is it that like he's playing so poorly 
and you don't get Kamara more involved. I guess because it was a blowout and they knew they were going to yeah. win anyway, so they didn't want to get Kamara hurt. But it's just wild, the weird, like, limited amount of usage Kamara's had. Yeah, the last two weeks, he's not, especially last week, he was barely on the field, it felt like. Latavius Murray was back there, and they didn't, like, I expected to see him lined up at receiver a little more often or maybe dual running back threat. But like you said, it was probably just because it was a blowout and they had a 99% chance to win that game against a quarterbackless Broncos. So I expect to see a little bit more of him this week. But I don't know. The Falcons did it last year, too. They got hot at the end and ended up going like yeah. seven wins or something was their last record. Like they looked yeah, decent. That- that's what the fucking Falcons do. They make you feel like, because like you go in season, you're like, wow, this team's really talented. And then they lose games and you're like, oh man, like they're so fucking talented. How is it that they're not winning games? And at the end of the year, you're like, that's them. That's mm, this Just team. when it's too late. Yeah, exactly. Makes no fun. So are you taking Atlanta? Yeah, I'll take the Falcons. Hell yeah. So, another reason why I don't really want to pick the Falcons too is that I feel like the Saints know they have to win this game. Just because, like, they need to keep a leg up uh, for the first round the bye. Yeah. So I, I think the Saints to win it. I, I think it's just gonna be a closer game than expected, and I think that they have a chance to cover that two and a half spread. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, moving on to the next game, traveling to Chicago. As Chicago are, they are three point favorites against the Detroit Lions. Mitch Trubisky, noted Detroit Lion killer. Uh, he will be starting this game, and is there any chance in this game that you see the? I picked the Falcons earlier this year when Dan Quinn was fired. I picked the Houston Texans when Bill O'Brien was fired because there is a little bit, there is a little bit of that. There's a new head coach in the room. We want to play for him, interim head coach. Blah blah blah. Are we going to see that with the Detroit Lions? maybe i don't know how much stock i buy in that like if it's coincidence or if it actually does like light a fire under players i mean it probably does i, I just don't know i just don't I know how much, how much effect does I that actually it. have on the field though like i just i, I don't know I, I i like to see like maybe the historical whatever bit on it like teams coming out into a week after losing I mean, a head coach it... or whatever but I think it really just depends on the head coach, the quality of the head coach, and like how the team looked beforehand. Because it's like you you see all the time that like teams legitimately just give up on their head coach. They yeah. just legitimately give up, and then when he's out, it's kind of like, all right, like I want to play because I want to show that we didn't suck because of us. We sucked because of this fucking guy. I, I get that, but I'm also I'm under the mindset that like players try their hardest week in and week out. They're yeah, the, I mean like, they're trying to make money always, for themselves. They're always playing for a contract. They're always playing for the, their own paycheck. Like they're not just gonna be like, oh, well, my coach sucks, so I might as well just suck too, and then have I shit mean, I, and. I agree with that for the most part, but also like you, you there is definitely something to more faith. Like even if even if it's like so, like if it's just self con like uh in your subconscious, uh, it's just like there's I I personally think like obviously there's no like facts I can point up I maybe I can bring up like interim head coach stats I have no idea I personally think there is definitely something to your coach getting fired and you feel like that there is a fresh start 
And even though you're always playing every down, you're putting in your best effort usually, unless you just have like an Albert Hainsworth on your team who doesn't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Zach. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I personally think there's definitely like just something to a fresh start to where you're playing harder. You want to play harder because this new coach might believe in you more than like the previous coach did or something, something like that, something along those lines. There's no factual evidence, obviously. Yeah, I just, I mean, despite all that, I'm, I'm going to pick the Lions anyway, just because, I mean, the Lions do suck. And uh, you, you went into the saying, is there a chance that, the, like, I don't know if you're going to say that the Lions win. I mean, obviously there's a chance the Lions win. The Bears offense is fucking awful. And it's not like the Lions haven't won a game all season. I don't even know what the record is. What are they, like, four wins? Three? I don't know. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my water. Did I four and seven? Yeah, that's, yeah. So, I'm, they can win, and and they've. I I don't know. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Bears, or sorry, the Lions. I just Trubisky sucks ass. He did beat the Lions earlier this year, but really he only beat him in one quarter. The rest of the quarters he was he was pretty bad. And I don't know, man. I mean, Galladay's out again. Shocker, but uh, I don't know. I just I just hate that Bears offense is so putrid to watch that. I'll I'll be disappointed by the Lions another week, but oh well. Pete, what about you? Yeah, I the Bears suck so bad. Like I literally <laughs> cannot even watch them in a game. It's that fucking painful. Remember when they were and five and one? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It really is. And Brian, how far Brian, they have fallen. You guys need to respect the Bears. I'm like, well, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I, I literally just can't pick the Bears in any... I'd rather have my stock in a crappy Lions team that has nobody out there. And well, like you said, maybe their coach thing will work out. I don't know. It's a division game. It's also a little weird. Lions could end up blowing them out for all we know. I, I could also see that. So I'm going to take the Lions because fuck the Bears. <laughs> I'm actually... I'm going to take the Bears just because... <laughs> No, Peace Bitty, that's good for us because it's Chris picking, so Yeah, go oh, that means we're right. Uh, You're right. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Bears and I think it's just more of like where I said like there is that fresh start for uh for like some cases where a head coach is fired. I don't think that's the case here in Detroit. I think this team is legitimately. <laughs> I can't believe I can't it? believe you went on a whole ass thing talking about how I was just ta- you know the players could general. be inspired by it, and you're like, yeah, but that's not the case here. Yeah, but what what better example of a, of a shitty coach like Matt Patricia? There were so many stories coming out of a locker room of like people just, just hated Matt Patricia as a human being. Like he was a but, dickhead. But wait, but wait, the interim head coach is Darren Bevel. Yeah. Okay. I know that. Former but... Seattle Seahawk offensive coordinator who was running it like sixty percent of the fucking time. Like, like that doesn't just, like. Yeah, but to your point, like they're they're not playing for him. I would say that they're playing against Patricia, and they're saying, "Fuck you, Patricia! No, no, Look how I... good we are without you." No, I no, I I understand that. And what I was getting to was that, like, I think this is more than just a coach thing. Like, this is an ownership, this is a front office thing. Like, Detroit, like Matthew Stafford going into, like, like after a game this past week was like, I don't know if there's a future here in Detroit. Like, this this, this team, from top to bottom, from front office down, more uh, in just, just like, they, they're broken. They're absolutely broken. Galladay's out. Stafford just 
doesn't look anything like he did this past week, uh, past year. And the Bears defense is the only part of the Bears that actually works. I don't know how the Lions are really going to consistently move the ball, though I don't necessarily have confidence in the Bears. But Detroit's defense is just that fucking bad. And they and I'm really interested to see this defense playing a are they going to change up their defensive scheme now that Matt Patricia's gone? Are they going to go man blitz heavy like they have been with uh, Matt Patricia? I don't know. How much of that can you switch midweek in like, what is it, like 10 days? So this defense, this defense stinks. I don't know if they're going to change their defensive schematics, but I I don't know. I, I'm taking Chicago. I don't know. I'm, I'm going with Notable line killer, uh, Mr. <laughs> Going into Cleveland, Cleveland's traveling to Tennessee. Tennessee's five and a half point favorites. Uh, Connor is taking Cleveland. I've said this all. I don't, I don't think Connor's not picked Cleveland since the Cleveland Browns beat the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but you know, that's usually how it goes with Connor. Um, so I'll go first. I made you guys go first the last two, two games, so I'll go first here. I feel like this is this is a tough game because both teams want to do the exact same goddamn thing and they each want to run the ball 35 times a game. And it's just really going to come down to what quarterback is Actually, I don't even know if it's going to come down to the fucking quarterback cuz we can come out of this game and both quarterbacks each have like 10 attempts. Probably. So I with mean, that's... over under for combined attempts, <laughs> probably like fucking 30. Yeah, this is, but I'm going to take Cleveland here just because I'm taking them with the points. I think this is a team in the Tennessee Titans that can't generate much pressure. They haven't all year. Uh, they don't, they don't have a pass rush. They don't really have much on defense. I think Cleveland's gonna be able to run the ball. And thus I think, Baker Mayfield is going to have a decent enough day to stay within five and a half points. I'm taking Cleveland. Um, I'm gonna I do Cleveland. think uh, Tennessee will win, though. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if either team won, though. And because of that, I'm, I'm going to pick Cleveland. Like, I, I think you're right with the whole running game thing. And typically when two two teams are run heavy, it just ends up being a close game because that's how that works. Um. I think that obviously the Titans are a better team just because, well, they have a better quarterback. Both the defenses are pretty bad, but at least the, at least the Browns have some key, like good players. Like they have miles Garrett. They have, um, Oh, what's his face? The guy out of Ohio state. Larry Ogan, Joby. Uh, no, Ohio state. Uh, Denzel Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Has he been playing? He, I mean, he got hurt this past week. I don't, I, I can't remember if he's out. Um, uh, I'll check on and, that well, for you, though. Anyways, I, they, at least they have some, like, key players. Where Titan, The Titans, it's like, uh, I mean, they don't really have anybody. I mean, they have Jadavion Clowney, who can't seem to stay healthy. But I feel like I, I think the spread's just too big to, to, be, to comfortably take Tennessee. Not that I would be surprised if they won or covered or whatever, but I just think that they're, like you said, both teams are going to run the ball so much, and it's going to probably come down to three or four points. And um, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if the Titans are five and a half points better than Cleveland, even though Baker Mayfield is just kind of sucky. But then again, Ryan Tannehill has shown that he's capable of having shitty games too. So who knows? So yeah, I'm gonna pick Cleveland. Peace Mitty. Do you think that Cleveland Browns will be nine and three? Um, I think Baker is gonna drop a fucking stinker in this game, and I think he's gonna <laughs> suck so bad, and it's not gonna make much sense because it's a bad Titans D. And like you said, when he plays the Bengals against his first read, he's always super good or whatever. I think he'll even have that, and somehow he'll just suck so bad, and they'll just be like, "Wow, like how the fuck do the Browns have eight wins right now in the season?" That's what's gonna happen this game. I'm taking the Titans. Damn, he is taking the motherfucking Titans. Cincinnati going into yeah, it's a lone wolf. First lone wolf of the episode. Uh, let's we'll see if it hits. Cincinnati goes into Miami. Miami, they are eleven and a half point favorites. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of fucking points. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting. Uh, that gives me a lot of confidence. Hell, flip yeah. a coin. Uh, a, lot, a lot more confidence. Honestly, Patrick's uh, been a little better than a coin flip, at least since he's been in Miami. But I yeah, and I don't really. So I think this is one of those lines that's kind of adjusting towards. Uh, I mean, who did Miami play last week? They played. Um, the I can't remember. Yeah, they played the Jets. I was going to say the Jets. I, I couldn't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. And they covered against the Jets, and it's they like, struggled though. They did, they did, but also they made Sam, Sam Darnold look like complete garbage. Which he, I mean, granted, he's looked like garbage all year. Doesn't he's take like much. Garbage. Yeah, it doesn't really <laughs> take much. He does natural. But this is this is Brandon Allen starting for Cincinnati, and I know I'm going back to the game which the Dolphins made uh, Justin Herbert look absolutely silly. He looked like he didn't know how to read a defense. It's because how well Miami disguises defenses. And I went into the Denver game thinking they would do the same thing against Drew Locke. And they, granted, they they kind of did. It's just Tua was so goddamn bad, it didn't matter. And this isn't Tua starting. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick starting. And it's 11 and a half points. And I know the Bengals, they covered against the Giants this past week. But take into account, Daniel Jones hurt his hamstring. Daniel Jones, for all the shit I give him, he is not a backup quarterback. He's he's good enough to be a starter in the NFL. And Colt McCoy pretty much isn't. And also there's a special teams touchdown in that game to which the Bengals scored off a kicker off return touchdown. So it shouldn't have even been that close whatsoever. I'm taking Miami here. I think Brandon Allen stinks. I think this is a nice game for Ryan Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker. They consistently have a great connection. Uh, Pishmini, what about you? Honestly, for no real statistical or like any other real reason besides the points, I think I'm going to take the Bengals. <laughs> like that's I just I don't have anything to say. Like oh, the Bengals have this. Like I, I got nothing. I'm just going to take the Bengals and hope <laughs> for the points. It's 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 a lot of points. It is a shit ton of points, especially for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Gavin. Yeah, this sucks because I took the Giants last week, even though the spread was smaller. And granted, they would have covered, like you said, had Daniel Jones not pulled his hamstring and then 
some bullshit happened, but even then, I feel like the Giants should have scored more than what they score, like nineteen or whatever it was. I don't remember. How yeah, but Colt McCoy. Uh, yeah, I know. Texas Longhorn legend Colt McCoy. Uh, so it's just hey, now they 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 should have beat Bama in that title game if he didn't get hurt. Now <laughs> we're back. We're back. Yeah, <laughs> fucking god, you are not back. Go on. Okay. God, it was because I that you was know, a really honestly, bad southern accent. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty horrid. Sorry, I had to say that. Okay. <laughs> honestly, the, the the games that I hate to pick the most, other than like than Nick Foles games, even though he's benched now, are like just huge spreads because. I mean, we we all know that the Dolphins are going to win, hopefully at least. But just eleven and a half is huge when it comes to a spread. But even then, some games just like play out exactly how you think they're going to play out. And I feel like that's going to be this game. I feel like I feel like Brandon Allen's going to play like because he he played terribly in that Giants game. Like he he wasn't a good quarterback yeah. at all. He like yeah, he was, he was terrible. And uh, Fitz is starting. I'm going to put my faith in Fitz against that terrible Bengals defense. He's going to light it up 455 yards and six touchdowns. He's going to go vintage beard and uh, he's going to, he's going to cover and I'm putting all, I'm putting yeah. all my money down on it. I thought I was going to lone wolf it. I was excited about it. <laughs> uh, go, uh, yeah. Cause we, we all know Miami's going to win this game. So this is uh, another game where we know exactly who's going to win uh, Jacksonville going into Minnesota Minnesota, they are ten and a half point favorites. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm... Now I know, I know the Jags have a shitty record, but look how they fared against the Browns last week. They played a close game against the Packers two weeks ago. Both games came down to the wire. I don't know why. I don't know how, but they're all close games. Fucking they are. I apologize. I will say, I will say, Green Bay. I think they just kind of like were like, meh. The Browns. Uh, it's a testament to kind of like the way they play. They're going to play close games, grind it out, run the ball. Like we, we talked about it with the Tennessee game. I feel like if they have a good quarterback, like Baker Mayfield missed some throws last week that were wide open. If they just have a good quarterback, that game's probably not close. And also the Browns defense isn't good. Not that Minnesota's defense is any good. I've talked about that consistently. I've been the Minnesota Viking hater on this whole, on this fucking show, and I'm fucking proud of it. Uh, but yeah, I I'm gonna give Minnesota Vikings credit here though. Though Kirk Cousins been awesome, and it's just like one of those things that like he doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. I mean, I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback. If I'm the Vikings, I would honestly try and move on from him just because. I know he's not a lead quarterback. I don't think they have enough time to really build around him at his age. I mean, he's 32, 33 now, and he's already not athletic. He never was. Uh, so like, I would personally move on, but we'll talk about that when we get to the offseason episodes. Uh, I'm uh, I don't want to I, I don't want to take two big spreads in a row. I feel like I get myself in trouble a lot doing this. Oh, Jacksonville's are so goddamn bad, and they keep games close. Though I'm gonna take Jacksonville Jaguars just based on the points. I'm gonna do the exact same thing. 
NC State legend Mike Glennon is going to go out there and he's going to keep it close. Uh, and I do like the, I do like the, the Vikings honestly. Like I think like Kirk Cousins is he's good. I mean, on like he gets shit on because I mean he's just goofy and weird and cringy, and he obviously has the whole primetime thing, and that you like that and the high five parties and what he's weird, but. I like Justin Jefferson and Adam Adam Thielen's back, right? He will be. Yes, he is. Yeah. So that and that that gives you a baseline on offense. And I just I like the the Vikings though. Their, their defense is just bad. I think they're bad enough to where Mike Glennon can at least keep it close. Vikings are gonna win, absolutely, but ten and a half's a lot. So I'm I'll I'll take Glennon, especially because I, I think I picked against him last week and they ended up keeping it real close last week. So they, they lost by two, I believe. Yeah. I think it was 27, 25. If I'm remembering the score correctly, it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, peace. What about you? Yeah. I'm also going to take the Jags. Um, I was really, really hoping they won last week against the Browns. That would have been awesome. I was disappointed to see otherwise. Don't think they win this game either, but I mean, 10 points. The Vikings haven't been dominating. I don't see them dominating this entire game either. At least they can backdoor cover with some garbage time. Yeah, so, yeah the Jags. It's tough to pick the Vikings for being, like, so fucking horrendous. Like, they lost to the fucking, like, they lost to the Cowboys. They fucking even though I did I did call that credit to me, haha. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But I, I'm also like 30 games under 500, so I'll kill myself. Whatever. Uh, but <laughs> the fucking like the Bears, they only beat the Bears by six. The the Detroit Lions, but I like I said they beat them by 14. But like I said, like that whole fucking team from top to bottom is just like given up. Uh, Green. Bay, they won by six. Like when they win games, they don't really win by that much. The then when they beat Houston, they only won by eight. And even though eight is like a decent margin of victory, it's not ten and a half. Like they don't they don't win by much. They won by they won by one point against Carolina this past week. And they honestly so, like, it was close. <laughs> yeah, it was very close. Uh but we also had Minnesota's going to win this. They're going to they're going to end up being six and six and back in the hunt for the playoffs. Uh, going to the next game to another team that's trying to stay in the hunt, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. They are nine point favorites going into the Meadowlands to face the New York Jets. And uh, oh, by the way, Connor picked Minnesota. He is lone wolf in that shit. Wow. So Connor picked Minnesota. Yep. That's yep. just fucking shocking. Incredible. He's yeah. Yeah, the, the Browns, the Vikings. I wonder if he's going to pick the Cowboys. Uh, we'll find that out. That said, <laughs> uh, he's picking the, he's picking the Raiders. Uh, Gavin, how do you feel about this game? How do you think it's going to go? Oh, I just hate it. I mean, we also we don't also we don't even have to talk about how do we think it's going to go. We know the Raiders are going to fucking win. Well, we know the we... fucking Raiders are going to win. We fuck yes, they're gonna fucking win. Yeah, they, they are let themselves win. win. It's just it's so hard. It's so hard to come at this game because the Raiders just got fucking dump trucked by the, the fucking Falcons. Like they got bent over the goddamn table. But I don't think that was like 
like if you play that game a second time, I don't think that happens. And I, I don't know why it happened. Derek Carr just just decided to suck. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on a bounce back week from the Raiders. The Jets are fucking terrible. Their defense sucks, but I don't really think it matters unless like because because Sam Darnold's just so fucking awful. He's so bad. Uh, yeah, no, the Jets are terrible. I'm gonna pick the Vi- or the Raiders to to win and cover. So, Peach Mini. I think I sorry to say this, Chris, but I think Derek Carr is falling very quickly back down to earth. Whoa, very quickly. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, fuck. No, off. you love Derek Carr. First of all, Chris, you I love don't love Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. You, you have been very you have been all over <laughs> Derek Carr this year. You're Mr. Raider. Not... You love Derek Carr. I've been all over Chris Raiders. Rodriguez, I is that you? <laughs> I I hold up, hold up, hold up. Matt, you don't 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 misconstrue Mr. Raider now. I think okay? Derek Carr. I think Chris McGuire. That's just that's what I think. He loves the whole because Carr family. He's, he's been very good, very good this entire year. It's just like he like, and I said it in the last show. I said he is a guy who every year he plays extremely well up until a point, and then all of a sudden he runs into a fucking wall right after they, everybody starts talking shit, right after, like, Raiders fans are like, like, see, this is a franchise guy. This is the MVP from 2016 or whatever year it was. <laughs> that is and exactly like, what it, I'm saying is happening. That's exactly what I'm saying is happening. I think the Raiders it, it are happens, falling apart all of a sudden. And I'm It happens every fucking year. Every year it happens. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. There's, there's three things you can de- depend on in life. Four things, actually. Death, taxes chris losing against the spread and Derek carr falling down down to earth some point in the season he's not he's he's a good quarterback he's not a great quarterback he's never gonna have that consistent play with that said are you picking the jets speech mitty yes i am taking the jets oh jets. i know i know i hate it too don't get me wrong but it is I'm... nine points i mean it's nine points but let me just say this mr raider the 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 John Gruden offense will get back on track. They're facing the Jets. And let me just say this right now. The Jets are a better team when fucking Joe Flacco starts. Absolutely. Because he throws the ball downfield, like, at, le- at least a little bit. And, like, yeah. it's, it's incredible. Like, here, here are Sam Darnold. Like, here are the scores to the game Sam Darnold has started. They've lost three to twenty, seventeen to twenty-seven, seven to thirty-six, thirteen to thirty-one, twenty-eight to thirty-seven. Uh, good, good for you. you scored twenty-eight points. Uh, again, and you were going against the Broncos and Brett Rippin. Remember that game? Uh, <laughs> ten to eighteen and nine to thirty-five. So you're what talking about the, one. What was the twenty-two to zero game? Was that Flacco? Uh, yeah, that was Flacco. Oh, okay. So you're talking about one, two, three games where they haven't scored in double digits. And one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of the seven games that he's played where they haven't even crossed 20. Haven't even crossed 17. Ready for this? Jets score six points, they cover. That's what I'm saying. Jets score six points, they cover? You think the Raiders are only scoring 15? I think they're really going to struggle. I think it's the Jets' uh, defense. <laughs> you know, 
we could have said the same thing against the Falcons defense last week. And how did Derek Carr do? Who Taysom Hill torched this Falcons defense and Sam Darnold and Derek Carr has could crossed, not do the same. Sam Darnold has crossed seven yards per attempt once. He's crossed six yards per attempt just twice. The rest of his games have been between 4.43 yards per attempt and 5.79. Is that good? Like, I know. No. <laughs> it is not, my friend. It's, it's, it is not. And I, I have been one of the assholes who has consistently been one of the people to pick the Jets because I'm like, oh, it's too many points. It's too many points. And every fucking time, for the most part, I've been fucked over. And you know what? Here's the thing. With Joe Flacco, when he's played, yeah, there's a 10-30 game against Arizona. There was a 0-24 to against Miami. But then you have two games where, against New England, 27-30. to Los Angeles Chargers, 28 to 34. Like this game is like this offense is clearly so much better with Joe Flacco. Like Sam Darnold. What I want for Sam Darnold, I want Sam Darnold to go. I want him to leave New York. I want him to back up somewhere. Maybe Pittsburgh. Maybe next year. Uh, because Pittsburgh won't have a high enough pick to draft a quarterback, I don't think. Uh have Sam Darnold in. Literally trade like a fourth, fifth round pick for Sam Darnold. Have him back up Ben Roethlisberger for a year. If Ben Roethlisberger's still there, I think he will be. And there you go. You have a former top five pick. Maybe Ben Roethlisberger and a good Steelers team can fix Adam Jets' entire franchise has ruined him. A lot of a lot of Steelers fans have been asking for that. Like I, a lot. I think, I think it would be a good move. And to be honest. That's not even my hottest take about Sam Darnold. I'm waiting until the offseason. Off <laughs> You're waiting until the offseason to, to release your hot take? Chris is going to come out and be like, Sam Darnold's going to be a top five quarterback within the next three years. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with him being <laughs> good. He's bad. He's bad. It's nothing. I, I'm talking about like projection-wise, like where he's going to be, like what team. Oh. The New England Patriots. He'll be know. with the New York Jets. He'll be with the New York Jets. I mean, maybe he very well might be. It might be back of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, moving on, uh, I'm picking the Las Vegas Raiders. Mr. Raider does it again. Uh, I wonder how many times I picked the Raiders. I don't think I picked them like all that much, but I've definitely been. I think I've definitely favored the Raiders. Uh, anyway, Indianapolis Colts three and a half point favorites going into Houston. Connors picked the Indianapolis Colts. As I am Mr. Raider, Connors Mr. Colt. He's Mr. Uh, well, Connors Mr. Yeah, he's Mr. A lot of things he that, that guy that guy he's mr um, stupid zing got him <laughs> got him um so I, I i'll go first uh will fuller is gone he was suspended for peds um they before that happened they the houston texans released kenny stills um he he wanted out he wanted to be able to play for a contender uh they granted him that wish they cut him knowing what we know now that uh will fuller is gonna be suspended uh they probably wouldn't have made that move because the sean watson's 1a and 1b is now brandon cooks uh i mean um, Cutie's- randall cobb he's out this week oh. i'm pretty sure <laughs> i mean yeah but it's yeah and also yeah, it's, it's randall, randall cobb, cobb. Yeah. Been i mean good it, in like four years but 
I mean, Randall Cobb actually shocked me last year in Dallas. I mean, he didn't have like like he had like over 800 yards this past year, and like not saying that's like great or anything like that or like yards. yards. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just a consistent like like 50 yards a game. Uh, You know, it just I think it's tough because this this game is tough because we have zero idea what this. Houston offense is going to look like where Brendan Cooks is going to be getting like all the attention and Will Fuller is not in the field. I think Deshaun Watson has obviously come uh, like has developed into an elite quarterback. He is amongst the top. He's in my top four quarterbacks. And it's sucks because I I was coming into this week and I was going to pick Houston all the way. I Deshaun Watson's played so fucking well, where it's impossible for me to not pick him. I really thought that there's a chance that Houston might actually win out based on their schedule. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that now. I I want to see how the offense plays without Will Fuller, and I think Indianapolis takes that without the, without Will Fuller in the lineup. I'm taking Indianapolis. I. All right. Hot take. I'm going Texans money line here. Deshaun Watson is very, very good. And poor guy. Hot take. Hot, yeah, that's a hot take. Guys, Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. That's yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and it's really brave of me to say that. I'm willing to take all the heat for it, but no, nah, but uh everything about this roster sucks except for Deshaun Watson. But it's like even even with that being true, when Deshaun Watson is on, like on Thanksgiving, or granted that was against the Lions, but still, I mean he can put up points. And I, Brandon Cooks is still like a decent receiver, even though he might get doubled every play or whatever. But I don't know. I just for no for no particular reason, I'm going to pick the Texans. I mean, other than the reason being Deshaun Watson. Um, but I think the Colts are a better team, definitely. But it's, I think it's going to be one of those games that doesn't really make a lot of sense. And it's like, wow, the Colts really what's up. How did they lose to the Texans? So, uh, but yeah, that, that's my expert analysis right there. You know, expert. this sucks. You know why? Because I was literally going to say every single word that you just said, Gavin. I was going <laughs> to say that they're going to win this game. I was going to say Deshaun's going to put this team on his back and he's going to take him to victory. I was going to say all that. And now I just look like a follower, and I'm just copying you. And it really <laughs> sucks. <laughs> all, right, all right, so I'm going to put the pick in, and I'll highlight it. Uh, I'm going to highlight it in red because Peachmany copied Gavin. Oh, yeah. oh my God. God. Make sure you bold the fact that Peachmany copied me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I was going, coming into the week, and I was very excited to pick Houston Texans, like I said, and I just can't. I just can't because I don't know what this offense is going to look like, to be honest. And do would I be shocked if Deshaun Watson pulled it out? Absolutely not. He's so fucking oh, good. We know Phillip Rivers won't pull out. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that is, that is true. And uh, talk about pulling out and like big balls. We go into Los Angeles where Jared Goff. Yes. Uh, big ball Gavin, Goff. Yeah, Gavin. Yeah, you, you missed it last week. Uh, so, uh, Pichmini. This uh, past episode, I should say, Gavin. So uh, 
eloquently said uh, Gavin has such like he like some not Gavin. He said that Jared Goff, uh, he just has like such like nice balls. No, 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 no. You're totally just slandering me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, the, the sentence was going to be before I caught myself was Jared Goff has some of the prettiest balls you've ever seen. Is yeah, what that, I was going to say. <laughs> But, but you said it. You said you 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 100 said the sentence, and then said <laughs> and then you said something about it right after because you realized what you said, okay, and we yeah. had to take a pause because. How could you not? Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I mean, I still stick by that. Jared Goff, big baller. His balls hang low, man. <laughs> what has shown you to believe that he has big balls? If I don't, if you don't mind my asking. Oh, I mean, just look at him. I guess that answers it. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to get Jared Goff on the podcast just so we can just like be like, hey, so uh, our friend Gavin has something to say. And he'll just be like, Mr. Goff. <laughs> if we got Jared fucking Goff on the podcast, I don't think I would be talking about his fucking balls. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, just Goff, tell him not to go back and listen. Just guarantee real- that no one ever comes on the podcast ever again. <laughs> Mr. Golf, you have really pretty balls. <sighs> Mr. Golf. Uh, moving on. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, they are three point favorites going to Arizona. Connor is picking Arizona. Uh, Peach Mini, I'll go, I'll go to you first. I have been on the Arizona bandwagon almost all year going to the year. I've been Kyler, Kyler, Kyler. Not a whole lot of reason behind it just because Kyler's fun to watch. But. I think his shoulder is still bothering him, and it was very, very obvious last week what that does to him, and I think that's going to continue. Um, I think he's going to have trouble getting the ball to his receivers. They, the secondary the Rams have is very good. Um, I don't see them moving the ball very well. Uh, so I'm going to take the Rams. I, Chris, I don't know why. Well, I'm, I don't know how the interface works with the whole EPA thing. I don't know if, if you use Ben Baldwin's thing, right? Yep. Yeah. Do, can you pull up like game logs by per quarterback or no? Like game by game. Yeah. EPA. Can you pull oh, up like game by game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Goff's EPA I, per I, play. I can't do, I mean, I could look individual games up. I can't do like uh, uh, game by game though. I can't pull up like a log. I just would be interested to see like the, the variance game to game that Goff had be up like, down up down yeah really led though because like he's had a few games where he's incredible and then an absolute couple of stink bombs and so it's really hard with him him and his balls just really hard to pick and this is it's a really gonna be a really weird game because I don't think we know really what either team are I think we talked about last week like the Rams that was one of our t- not last week last episode that was one of our topics was, was the Rams because just like, what are they? Because they've won some weird games and they've lost some weird games and they've been impressive and also the opposite. It's really, and then, and the same with the Cardinals, like they just lost to the Patriots. So I'm not really sure anyone really knows where either of these teams are, but um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Rams to win and cover. I I don't know. This is one of those things you just kind of have to like have a gut for, because I, I don't, like I said, I don't think anyone really knows what these teams are at the moment. So um, 
Tell me why. Tell me why I'm wrong, Chris. <laughs> um, you're not wrong. I'm. I'm also going Rams. Uh, yeah, okay. Connor picked Arizona. I'm picking the Rams. Uh, I. I agree. Connor's lone wolf in this one. Uh, I just. I. But what Peachmini said is exactly like kind of how I feel. I think Kyler's arm is really bothering him, his shoulder, and like definitely a whole lot more than they're letting on. Um. And I really, I just don't think this Arizona Cardinal team is good. I, I think this is literally Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. Isaiah Simmons is playing a lot better lately. Um, Last game but like, sucked, but yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, like, it's just like, it's literally Kyler and Hopkins against the world. Like, this isn't a good team, and it's not a very well-coached team either. Clip Kingsbury isn't, he can't adjust games. He can't, he doesn't know went to go for it apparently i mean a lot of coaches struggle with that but for a offensive genius as some people called him before the season before last season he definitely doesn't seem like it uh and kyler he struggles with accuracy i mean you've struggled this entire like i don't want to say this entire year but like game in and game out it's not consistent he doesn't like you'll have a game where he looks like the best throwing quarterback in the nfl and the next game it looks like he's just a running threat and that's what he has to do and I think especially with his arm being hurt, I said I said it in our preseason episode. I said I think we're a year too early on Kyler. I think I'm I'm right on that. Even though he has impressed me a ton this year, I don't think he can carry this team. And I think Los Angeles Rams with Aaron Donald, with Darius Williams, with Jalen Ramsey, I think they shut down the Cardinals for the most part. I'm picking Los Angeles Rams. Moving into uh my Giants playing Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are 10.5 point favorites. Daniel Jones is doubtful. So if you thought that the Giants would maybe score some points, it's going to be tough because Colt McCoy is playing. Connor is picking the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, am I shocked that he's not picking the Giants? No. Um, I'll go first. I, I don't. So I, I tweeted this out the other day. I said, I don't understand the point of paying a backup quarterback like Colt McCoy because he is amongst the highest paid backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't understand the point of going for a backup quarterback if the offense you use with him is just going to be entirely based on limiting him and not trusting your system. So my opinion is, is if you don't trust a quarterback to run your system, it's either your system isn't good enough to have him succeed or he shouldn't have been signed in the first place. You shouldn't have a quarterback on your roster that you don't feel confident can run your system. Like, don't get me wrong, like Ben Roethlisberger, if Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt, Mason Rudolph, like, he shouldn't be there because obviously he can't run the system. The fact that they still have him is bullshit. But like, uh, what's a good example of a good backup quarterback? Uh, who's a good backup quarterback? Why am I blanking? Who's a good backup quarterback? The Chiefs now? last year. Um, what's yeah. Chiefs last year. Matt Moore. I yeah. I, I named. I said that on Twitter actually. Matt Moore. When Matt Moore came in last year for the Chiefs, did Andy Reid change his system? No, because Andy Reid knows his system is goddamn good, and Matt Moore looked like he looked awesome. He looked like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. If you change your system because of your backup quarterback, that means that you don't trust your system. 
because you know it's not good enough to lead a backup quarterback to success, or you just know that quarterback's not good enough to do your system. And no way is Matt Moore better than Mahomes or better than like anybody, but he played admirably. He played well because you have to have trust in your quarterback. And now, the Giants you have to switch up the system a little bit. Like with RG3, I mean, obviously he's more like Lamar than another quarterback might be, but he also can't fucking throw the ball. And we saw that this last week. It was like the other day against Pittsburgh. So it's like well, you can't run the exact same system with him. You have to limit him a little bit. Well, I'm not talking about. Either. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm. What I'm talking about is, I'm not talking about like changing like your. I'm not talking about like changing play calling. Obviously, play calling in a way has to change. But I'm talking about when you're like just your system in general. Like you don't have to change and completely tear down your system and say we're just gonna not pass the ball because we have Colt McCoy in or we don't have Lamar in. If you don't feel comfortable throwing the ball. Or if you don't feel comfortable running your system in general, then why are you paying the guy? Why do you have him on your team? I'm not saying he should have the same success as a starter. That would be stupid. If he was going to have the same success as a starter, then he shouldn't be a backup. But yeah, it's like Chad Henney still being in the fucking league. It's more like a a veteran presence, but that's different. it doesn't make any sense. Like if you if you can scheme guys open for a backup, then you shouldn't you shouldn't have to worry about whether or not he can hit these throws. He's an NFL quarterback, let him toss it. And that's not the reason why I'm picking Seattle. I'm picking Seattle by the way, but I just think Seattle's defense is playing better. I think this is a huge Jamal Adams game. I think he gets two free sacks. I think he's going to force a fumble whether or not Daniel Jones plays or not. Uh, Carlos Dunlap has helped change that pass rush. It was an awesome trade at the time, and it's really, really helped out. They have 14 sacks in the last like three games. Uh, I'm taking, I'm taking Seattle. I think Seattle kills them. I think Russell Wilson has a fucking day. Yeah, I kind of said last week that uh, in the Eagles game, the Eagles Seattle game, that this is like the the week that Russell is going to start his resurgence as an MVP favorite. Although that was also like Mahomes is, is stupid, so it's gonna be, it's really gonna be hard to dethrone him. And then also Aaron Rodgers had a day against, kind of. I mean, he, he threw for four touchdowns, but under two hundred yards against the the Bears. Anyways, they did stop passing though. They did. They did stop passing. And so, but I do think Russell Wilson is still going to come back into the into the conversation. Not that he ever really fully left, but he kind of did when he threw like. 13 interceptions in four weeks or whatever the hell it was. And so I think that he's going to tear this Giants team up, even though the Giants defense has performed well, overperformed given their, their personnel and you can credit that to Joe judge or whoever the defensive coordinator is, whatever. I don't know, but Patrick Grin. Yeah. Okay. And so, but with Cole McCoy, I, last time I saw Cole McCoy play was when he was in Washington, and that was that was rough, and bad. Uh, yeah, bad. And then he was on the Browns at one point originally, right? So, yeah, I think Russell Wilson is going to yeah, like you said, just have an absolute day. I'm not I'm not sure about the whole Jamal Adams thing. I just I mean he's. <laughs> 
He's he's just a, a pass rusher at this point, which is sad, but which he'll have a day with. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Is is Andrew Thomas? Is he still bad? He's been getting better. He's been, he's been progressively getting better. So I, I'm encouraged by his progress. But it's it, like, is he playing like an elite? Like, is he playing like Tristan Wirfs or Baha'i Becton or, um, or Jedrick Willis? No, definitely not. But okay. he's playing better. I'm happy about it. Uh, Peachmini, what about you? Ready for my analysis? I'm taking the Seahawks. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right, another game. We have a lot of just duds this week, I feel like. Philadelphia is going to Green Bay. Green Bay is eight and a half point favorites. We don't want to talk about this, this mu- that much. Uh, Carson Wentz stinks. Uh, he should be benched for uh, Jalen Hurts. The fact that he's not playing is uh, is bullshit. Um, but I'm taking Philadelphia. I'm taking Philadelphia with the points. And it's just, I mean, they for most spreads last week, we got lucky because we took Seattle at four and a half. That line moved to six and a half, and then fuck on that fucking hail mary. The Eagles yep. covered. The Eagles covered, and I think not that they're gonna cover because of a hail mary this week. But I just think, I uh, you know, I just think they're gonna cover. Eight and a half points is a lot, and you know, I think I. I Aaron Rodgers struggles with pressure, and the Eagles got a good D line, and we'll be getting a good bit of pressure on them. I I don't I don't think that will happen. To be I'm tired of losing against the spread. I'm tired of it. I hate it. I hate myself. Uh, go for it. Whoever wants to take it. I okay. The thing is, is like. The few times they've played, like, decent teams. So they, they got dumped on by the Rams, but they, they kept it close against the Steelers. Well, they covered, I'm pretty sure. And they covered they it. For, huh? They didn't because that did last not. second Claypool touchdown. They didn't. They oh. fucking didn't. Oh. <laughs> and I fucking kicked the fucking Eagles, and I was fucking riding that win the entire... This is why I shouldn't pick fucking games, because shit like that happens no matter who I fucking pick. You didn't have to fucking remind me about that. I hate you for it. The fucking bullshit last-second touchdown where I'm literally saying in our fucking chat, I'm saying, oh, pretty good fucking pick, eh? The fucking Eagles. And then, nope, nope, last-second fucking touchdown because fuck me. Fuck me, right, Gavin? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot the Claypool shit. I even I even talked about that in the podcast afterwards. But so my other example was the Ravens, where they only lost by two and they covered. And then, I mean they they lost by five to the Browns, five or six to the Seahawks. Like they they use garbage time well. They they what? just they suck so much. But for eight and a half is a lot. And that, and here's what I will say. Sorry to cut you off. They're a they're such a pass heavy team to where like it's not like they're. I mean, they're not going to score like a ton of points, but it's just like if they're down, they're still going to be passing. They're not going to give up. They're going to score garbage time bullshit points. Yeah. And okay. So okay, I'll just say I'm going to pick the Eagles to cover. God, fucking help me. I sorry to bring up fantasy, 
But this is the third fucking week in a row that like fantasy experts have said that Miles Sanders is going to have a high, like a big game, and they're like, they're he's our sixth highest rated running back this week, and then he fucking sucks ass. And I swear to God, if it happens a third week in a row, I'm gonna blow my fucking brain. If out. he doesn't run well against the Packers, then he sucks. I know. Okay, exactly. And I'm yeah. trying, I'm fighting for the fucking second seed in my other league, and if he doesn't fucking have a good game, I'm gonna lose, and I'm gonna be sad. And Chris has him in our oh. league, so I know. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he didn't get any touches last week, so I, yeah. I don't want to put the blame on him. He didn't get any touches, but, like, Boston Scott, I, I don't know. Even when he got thrown the ball, he dropped it, and, like, it just... No, he definitely he didn't have a good game, but it's just, like, you know, like, most times <laughs> when you have a star running back like Miles Sanders, usually these running backs are able to make up for it. And Doug Peterson didn't. He didn't give him that opportunity. Doug Peterson's like, nope, fuck you. <laughs> Regardless of whose fault it is, if he suck, if he drops another seven fucking points again, I, I'm gonna lose it. So, Peach Mini, who's who's your pick? I was gonna take the Eagles, but both you guys took the Eagles, and Chris, I expecting you to lose. I'm gonna take the Packers. Oh, that's fucked up. You're fading, Chris. Yeah, Lie. I'm sorry. I just, it just, on I gotta air, win. On air, we just right. a, a, a live fading of Chris in the moment. <laughs> Peach Mini. New England's going into <laughs> Los Angeles to face the Chargers. New England's one point favorites. Peachman, you go first since you hurt my feelings. <laughs> They're only one point favorites. Interesting. This is a weird game. And Cam Newton's questionable. Interesting. He'll play. He'll play. Yeah, that's. I think I heard that he's going to play. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this game. I feel like. Belichick will make Herbert really struggle. We'll show him a you know a tough like they don't have a good defense, obviously. But I don't know. We've seen Herbert like go through flashes where it's just like, bro, just sling the fucking ball. Like he he almost like looks like he has no idea what he's doing. And oh, but I who the Patriots are favorited. By a point, yeah. Yep. Yep. Christ. By a point. You know. Yeah, I got a quarter right here. I'm going to flip a coin. <laughs> oh, no. Heads, yeah. I'm taking the Patriots. The sometimes, sometimes you just have to do that. I'm taking the Chargers. Oh, man. I feel like this year we all have, like, we're all Mr. Something. I actually don't know a piece Smitty. Well, other than Mr. Steeler. I mean, I've probably been Mr. Panther, but also my, my other team has probably been the Chargers, which is so fucking unfortunate. And they're that's probably the difference, like in my in my wins being I'm like five games under five hundred, and I swear to God, all of those have been Chargers picks. <laughs> like, because week in and week out, they just disappoint me and everyone else on the planet that that is rooting for them. <sighs> I'm going to fucking drink the Kool Aid again, and I'm going to pick <laughs> the Chargers, not based on a coin flip, but. Uh, I love Justin Herbert and Cam is questionable. And even if he does play, I don't know if he's going to be playing injured. And even last week he, th he threw for 84 yards and like, he got a couple of key first downs, like rushing the ball and Kyler also sucked. And so like they won by a last second field goal and. Oh, so they won the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. So they won. Yeah. Yeah. They, they won. I know. But I, also think, <laughs> I I don't think that that was like a, a, 
I don't like a, a good way to win. And that, that's not an encouraging thing to see. Regardless, I'm going to pick. Huh? A win to win. I will right. so, win. So the, so the Saints should keep Taysom Hill at quarterback the rest of the season because they're 2 0 with him, right? <laughs> I'm glad you agree. The Saints are 7 0 in their last two years without Drew Brees. You're right. They are. Yeah, you're right. That's you're right. wild. That, that is crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick the Chargers. I'm going to do it. Justin Herbert is he's done for 23 touchdown passes this year five games remaining he is four touchdowns away from breaking the rookie record for touchdown passes baker baker our our baker mayfield's record i think he's gonna do it and i think he's gonna do it this game i don't uh i'm picking new england patriots um (laughs) uh belichick in his career versus rookie quarterbacks is 20 and 5 of course like that's yeah, factor the fact that, that he had Tom Brady. Uh, but also one thing that I will give credit for with Belichick is he is a master manipulator. He knows exactly how to confuse quarterbacks. And Justin Herbert play, playing a similar defense, uh, a uh, Belichick uh, former assistant coach in Brian Flores made Justin Herbert look like he'd never I said it earlier, it looked like he never read a defense ever. And I think we're going to see similar shit here. The question I have is not, uh, can the Patriots hold Justin Herbert? I have confidence they can hold Justin Herbert, especially with Anthony Lynn coaching. Uh, Anthony Lynn, in recent weeks especially, has just... God, he's been so fucking bad. Uh, But can New England score points? Can Cam Newton get back on track, especially being injured? That is my question. But even with that, I'm confident enough to pick the New England Patriots. Going into the next game, the Denver Broncos going to Kansas City, where another game where we know who's going to win. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to steamroll the Denver Broncos. Or are they? Um, The question is, will they hold a 13.5 point uh, spread. Um, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, and I hate doing it because 13 and a half points is so much. But uh, fun fact. Uh, so the Chiefs have Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey back to back. They were first and second until Monday yeah, night. DJ McEv dropped on 200 yards. Yeah, and then Patrick Mahomes is number one in passing yards. He's on, if the season ended today, he is in his third season straight of leading the league in EPA per play. He is fucking insane. This offense is so fucking insane. And I, Kansas City is going to steamroll this team, in my opinion. And if they don't, it's because the Chiefs are just fucking, they're just, Going through, there's going through their schedule, just knowing it's easy. And they well, honestly, they might real just quick be- on the Chiefs. I don't know if you guys talked about it the other day. What the fuck? Like, why did they just like die in the second half of that Bucks game? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was odd. Honestly, it was odd. Like, I, I if I had to guess, I think it's the Bucks stopped just lining everybody one on one with Tyree Kill, and I guess the Chiefs. Yeah, but even still, got- so, like they were. Like even when people triple Tyree Kill, they can still move the ball. And the Chiefs were just looking no, like they were really I, struggling. No, I I agree. I'm 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 there with you. I I honestly don't really know. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I, I wish I, I wish I could tell you, but I, if I, my second guess was more of just the defense adjusted, and then the Chiefs just kind of felt like they had the game in the bag. It was kind of like the Chiefs from like earlier this year, where they just mm-hmm. were kind of like, like sleepwalking. If I had to guess, which I don't know if that's a good, good guess or not, but I'm picking the Chiefs. What about you guys? Um, I'm gonna. Be, I'll be quick. I'm gonna take the the Broncos to cover in like the fourth quarter with garbage time. I they just got fucking embarrassed last week. They need to come out and score some points. Even like they know they're gonna lose this week, but they got to put some points on the fucking board. Yeah, they 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 definitely do, but yeah. uh, I don't think it's gonna happen because fuck your luck. Yeah, I mean the first time <laughs> they played the the Chiefs dump trucked them forty three to sixteen. And that was even without Patrick Mahomes really doing a whole lot. I think there was a couple, there was like a special teams touchdown and a defensive touchdown in there or something. There was something, some weird shit happened. Regardless, though, the, the, the Broncos put up 16 points. I don't think it'll be as big of a blowout this, this week. Oh, God. Don't make me pick the Broncos. Don't make me do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, bitch. I just hate picking against Patrick Mahomes. Even though I did it with the Panthers, but you fuck off. You do it. You do. No, it. I, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, I swear you you picked the Jets more than you picked the Broncos this year. Um, I don't. I don't think that's true. It, I, it, it I, might be actually. It, it might be honestly. It's probably probably split. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh fuck! I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Fuck it. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. What what are the Chiefs against the spread this year? With their with their ridiculous spreads. Like I wonder They're they're not great. Uh I mean I they covered against the Jets. Uh, I think Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just know the fucking Broncos are gonna cover. I just know it. But I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I bet on Drew Locke. Um anyway, we'll move on. Uh we know the Chiefs are gonna win. It's gonna be a boring game. Uh Washington goes into Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are eight point favorites. Peach Mini, uh, you're gonna pick the Steelers, so I'm just gonna mark that down. I am gonna pick the Steelers, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I again, like I said, when they played the Cowboys before they played, I said I will totally understand if you take Washington here for the cover. Um, oh god, what a fucking shit show the other night was. It literally hurt me to watch. <laughs> They yeah. just need to fucking catch the ball. is is simple. is literally as simple as that. What's up with Big Ben? Might have had his best day of the year, honestly. Like, just it, like, couldn't catch. He was putting the balls in play in really good places, and it was just falling yeah, he, right through their fucking hands. He looked good against a good defense, and like it was, it was the opposite where it was kind of like this team is kind of like they have the, the good receivers, and it's just like, oh, is Big Ben holding them back? The, it was the receivers this week. Yeah, they. Um, and yeah, they're going against another guy. Had career like four drops this game, and, but had a drop too early. He had two drops, yeah. They all had some some rough ones, but they're going against a Washington team that um has a good secondary. They've been playing pretty well, uh, not as good as the Ravens secondary. This they just played, but I expect Ben to, to uh, as long as they catch the ball, I think they'll be okay. And I don't. I think it'll be one of those games where. You know, it starts the defense just starts strong. I don't see Alex Smith lighting this defense, the Steelers defense up. 
He's going to get hit a lot. Let me just say real quick. Rest in peace, Bud Dupree. That fucking blows. Really fucking I mean, blows. He, he's he's benefited because he plays on that such like he's not having of like course. this amazing. I'm, I'm more but, upset like, in the fact that like that's probably his last down in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that like that's just that's a really real sucks. shitty way to go. Yeah. Feel yeah, bad the benefit, for the guy. The benefit is we get to see more Alex Highsmith. I I I as a biased UNC Charlotte fan, of course, I'm excited about that. I'll be wearing yeah, his jersey on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I, hope he tears it up. I hope he fucking plays. Like, I hope, like, obviously it's not going to happen probably, but I hope, like, for some reason, like, he becomes, like, better than T.J. Watt. Like, that'd be he so He just sick. fucking balls out. God, that would be yeah, awesome. We have, we have him and Ogan Joby, both. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick Washington. I, I think just to cover. I don't think win. But then again... Steelers got to lose a game at some point, right? <laughs> like, I hope not. If they're going to, it's not, it better not be this one. I feel like this will be a good week to do it. Um, not a good week, but um, I don't know. If they, if they lose this week, it's like, well, I mean. So we can keep this short. I just I thought it was interesting, and I feel like the comparison's been brought up a couple times. How do you guys feel about the comparison of the 11-0 Steelers to the 15-1 Panthers uh, from 2015? Because... I feel like they're comparable in that their offense isn't really amazing. They're top 10 in EPA, but like a lot of it may be set up based on short fields from their defense and turnovers and, and unsustainable, not unsustainable stuff, but like more based on defense and then an easier schedule. Like the Panthers had a pretty easy schedule facing some pretty historically bad defenses, but they also just kept winning games. So I don't know if you guys think that's a pretty apt comparison or not. But I mean, they're comparable, but the difference is that the Steelers play in the AFC. And they have to take down the Giant. I think you're going to say the Giants. But no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, no, not no the I, I get that. I get that. But like, the Panthers didn't have to play the Chiefs. But like, no, yeah. in, in terms of like team. like, in, like you No, know, I, I, no it, makes, it makes sense. I mean, it's comparable, but... It's also not at the same time. It's kind of like, all right, both both had sick defenses, all-time defenses, but the Steelers have weapons. The Panthers never had weapons. So it's like, even if Ben Roethlisberger hypothetically just has like a bad game, it's like, all right, if we can scheme these guys open, they can make shit happen. We have Claypool. Claypool's better than any any receiver Cam had that year. Uh, Deontay Johnson's better than any receiver that the so Panthers had that year. Juju is better than any receiver they had that, that year. Eric yeah. Ebron is better than everybody besides Greg Olson. Yeah. Like the, the Steelers have a shit ton of weapons. So it's like even like as much as like as much shit that we have given Big Ben this entire year, you and I at least, Gavin, it like Ben doesn't have to be great. Like, does he if they play the Chiefs? Probably. That's the whole point. That's the reason why I'm down the Steelers, is because do I think Ben can be great when he has to be great when they probably maybe inevitably have to play the Chiefs. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I have no idea. I but, think that the, the Steelers are still like the second. I think they're, to me, undisputably the, the second best team in the league. But I just don't think it's a 1A, 1B kind of thing that people try to make it out to be because the Steelers no. are let or no. That's the only thing. No. Yeah, I th- think they're, I, they're all over, you know, the stupid power rankings or whatever, and they put the Steelers on top. That's solely because they're 11-0 and and the Chiefs have a loss. And I, it, I mean, if you watch the games... They've had in the last three weeks. They've had a couple of big blowout games, but like they just they play inconsistent. They're not 
they don't feel as dominant as the Chiefs do. Even in the game against the Bucks, Chiefs felt so dominant, and they only won by like a score in the end of that. Like they let them come back, but still, even when the Bucks were trying to march back and win, Chiefs are going to win this game. That's that's I what it that's felt like. Every game with the Chiefs, like the Chiefs, they've gotten in a lot of close games where like we kind of like, and and this is a fault of our own, but also just like it's kind of how good the Chiefs are. We've talked about nonstop how like the Steelers play down to their competition, but like the Chiefs have kind of done the same fucking thing. Like they've yeah, been in yeah. a lot of close games, but the thing is what we know about the chiefs and what we don't know about the Steelers is the chiefs have this like weird ability to just turn it on. Like literally like when they need to score, they're like, well, we got to fucking score. And then they just fucking do it. They just like, they, they, they are absolutely, they're fucking robots. It's almost like they, like the NFL and the chiefs know that they can literally steamroll everybody. And they have this like, 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 backdoor like agreement to where they're like you know what keep all these games close and make Patrick Mahomes look sick like yeah. I don't it's, it's I think crazy. I think the Steelers have done the same thing on the other side of the ball on the defense when it's like oh yeah. like fuck often struggling someone's got to make a play all of a sudden defense gets a huge sack or a pick out of nowhere like they end up yeah. coming with the play that's what I almost have more faith in the defense I do have more faith in the defense than I do the offense most times it's a hundred percent more fun to watch the Steelers when they're on defense than it is on offense, and it's weird to say that. Yeah, it I, it is weird to say. I like it's weird because you think when your offense is out there, it's like okay, they're gonna come down and score, but when the defense go out there, I'm like, all right, like good, like I feel safe, like I feel like they're just gonna st- yeah. get a couple first even and they'll stop them. Something's gonna happen. Something big will happen. Yeah, and then like when they do let up a touchdown, like they'll let up one touchdown, it'll be one, like it'll be like seven nothing, or it'll be like seven seven, or like the Steelers will be up fourteen seven. You're like, what the fuck? This doesn't yeah. happen. We're the fucking Steelers. Yeah. Like their exactly. defense is just that fucking sick. Uh, anyway, going to the next game, I'm picking Washington just because, you know, I, I'm i going to play the points. I think Steelers win. Uh, I think Alex Smith actually has, like, a decent day uh, because he usually gets the ball out quick. But, like, it's going to be, like, uh, like he's going to have, like, five yards per attempt. His average depth of target is going to be, like, two. <laughs> and it's just going to be, like, one of those, like, garbage time bullshit games anyway buffalo goes into san francisco san francisco san francisco they're one point favorites now after beating uh the rams uh i thought so too i i thought so too and it's like one of those things where it's just like all right what does vegas know that we don't is vegas over at home uh they're like quote at home but yeah it's it's crazy uh and they beat the Rams, who are a really good team, but also like the Rams have Jared Goff and Buffalo Bills have Josh Allen. And of course, Josh Allen is always capable of having like an old Josh Allen game. I'm picking Buffalo just because I think if I'm taking Josh Mullen versus Josh Allen versus Nick Mullins, I'm taking Josh Allen. And the Buffalo defense has played extremely well of late. And even though this is a defense, here's what I will say. If Buffalo does not win, it's going to be because Buffalo's main, like, main weakness on defense is they cannot stop the run for shit. And Kyle Shanahan is such a like offensive savant to where if you are a defense who doesn't know how to stop the run, he'll run the ball forty times a game and he'll run at ten yards pop because he just knows how to scheme the off scheme running lanes open. So like if. Kyle Shanahan almost makes like he makes the running game matter. So imagine if, he had a good quarterback. 
literally, I'm so I, I I can't remember if I said this in the last episode or when, but Kyle Shanahan, like I drool at the thought of Kyle Shanahan having his own like rookie quarterback because I know like, oh, it's gonna be so fun. I hope. Part of me wants them to draft Zach Wilson. I keep thinking about it. And I, I'm just just salivating at the thought of like <laughs> Kyle Shanahan making that offense work with Zach Wilson. But I hate it because I don't want the 49ers to be good. I don't like the 49ers. Anyway, moving on. Gavin. <laughs> yes. Buffalo, San Francisco. San Francisco. My <laughs> yeah, well, I, you I knew what he was asking. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Um, I, yeah, I feel like you were right earlier where you're like where you said that this is one of those games where it's like, what does Vegas know that we don't? Because we've had a couple of those. And honestly, every time we've said it, it's like Vegas has been right for no reason. <sighs> It's just like, like with the way against the Rams. I feel like we all picked the well, most of us picked the Rams. Maybe I don't know actually. I feel like the I thought the Rams should have won that game or should have been favorited, but the Niners won. They won both games against the Rams. Um, I don't know, dude. I'm gonna pick Buffalo. Just because that's that's just my initial reaction, and the only, re- only reason why I would pick San Francisco is to just to fade myself and like to go against my gut, just because why not? But I think that Josh Allen, like you said, is a better quarterback than Nick Mullins. It's not a hot take. Nick Mullins just just he's a vessel in that Shanahan offense, and that's really it. Um, so really, you're kind of just betting on Shanahan this week. But the Bills aren't aren't a poorly coached team. I mean, Sean McDermott is a, is a great mind. Um, sad the Panthers got rid of him and kept Ron Rivera, but oh well. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to pick Buffalo to cover. It's only one point, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Niners pull it out. So, um, I think I, I think you know after them being the Rams, everyone's like, oh, 49ers, like that's crazy. I think it's just one of those like for whatever reason, especially in that division, like those teams are really good at like playing each other sometimes. Like sometimes the Rams have been last couple of years, really good at beating the Seahawks, even when the Rams aren't that good. And like, they, they just trade off in their series. So often they each get one win. It's weird. It's very weird. And I don't think the 49ers are going to come out here and beat the bills. I don't think, I think Allen's going to be able to throw the ball. And they're just, like you said, even if they run the ball so well, they're not going to keep up. It's going to take them too long to get down there and score. And Josh Allen's going to turn around and throw the ball three times and they'll get in the end zone again. Maybe 49ers can win this game. Maybe. I just, I think it's a weird line and I wouldn't, I would have yeah. definitely wouldn't line, have done I it. Hate that we're, because it's such a weird line. I hate that all four of us picked it. Yeah. I hate that because like yeah. those are the games where it's a weird line. All four of us pick it. And we're all wrong because of it. And Vegas makes a lot of money off of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, going into the last game, I don't think this is going to take us too much time at all. It's Dallas and the Tuesday night light. Dallas going to Baltimore. Baltimore seven and a half point favorites, and Lamar should be playing. So if you do pick Dallas plus seven and a half, I completely understand because you're probably assuming that Trace McSorley is going to be starting. RG Fury is put on the IR today. Um. Otherwise, otherwise, this game is an easy bet, and I'm personally going to take the risk. I'm taking Baltimore. I think if Lamar plays, this is a game that he and the Ravens offense get back on track. How long will that last after this week? Don't know. Don't really know. They have a super easy schedule coming up. Does it even matter? Probably not. 
Uh, but I'm picking the one thing I know about the Baltimore Ravens is that when they play a really bad team, they fucking shit pump them. And one thing about the Dallas Cowboys and Andy Dalton that I've seen is they can handle bad teams if they don't have a pass rush. Baltimore Ravens will blitz the fuck out of Andy Dalton this week. Andy Dalton is going to get hit so much. He's going to get the ball out of his hands so quick. And even though the Cowboys have a really good receiving core, Ravens also have a great secondary. I think this is going to be a shit show. I think Dallas, if Dallas scores a point, I mean, doesn't score a point, I won't be shocked. Baltimore's going to kill him if Lamar plays. Yeah. Here, okay. I have, I have one question, um, and this will explain my pick. What time is this game being played? Um, I think like I think it's literally Tuesday night, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, so it's prime time. Yeah. Yeah, and Andy Dalton. The only reason why the Wednesday game, like the Steelers game, this is Steelers a fucking Ravens. tree lighting broke it. The fuck out of here, Rockefeller Center. God yeah, damn. That's that. That was literally it. That was why it it like it it was at three forty five. Which don't get me wrong, it made the last like hour of my workday so much better because like I was just basically watching. I had it to call out of work to watch that game. No, I I know. I'm just I'm just saying. My only question was, oh, it's prime time. Andy Dalton's the quarterback. I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Like, gotcha. Yeah, that that. I mean, it's Andy pretty Dalton simple. Yeah, just played in like, prime time. I mean, it was it was a Thanksgiving game. Got shit on. Uh, Andy Dalton and if you want, okay, Kirk Cousins gets shit on for fucking prime time performances, but Andy Dalton is just notoriously terrible. And especially against the Ravens defense, like this is I feel like this is going to be g- gruesome and and because I say that the fucking Cowboys are going to shock the planet and win. But <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to pick the Ravens just just based on the Cowboys. Well, one, the Cowboys suck Two, it's Andy Dalton in primetime and it's the Ravens defense. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pick the Ravens. Peace, Manny. Yeah, give me the Ravens. Fuck the Cowboys. I know you didn't want. I know you did not want to pick the Ravens, but no, it, I, I, I feel like it's, if if you're if you're assuming Lamar plays, I feel like it's you gotta pick them. Connor's yeah. picking Dallas, which wow, I can't way. tell if Connor's just trying to be smart or if he's just picking him because you know he's a Dallas Homer. Can't tell. Can't Absolutely, because he's a Dallas Homer. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Peach Mini, just for you. Uh, he has some of the prettiest balls. God damn it. That's awesome. That's funny. I mean, (laughs) it does make sense how he said it, but it also, if you hear it the wrong way, (laughs) it completely makes sense. I I was like, God damn it. (laughs) If you didn't know Jared Goff was a quarterback and you heard somebody say that, you're you're thinking to yourself, wow, this this guy's a horn dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Anyway, we'll end on that note. What a great note! Uh, our fun fact of the day is uh, Jared Goff has some of the prettiest balls. So it is, uh, it is a very fun fact. It is very fun. It is a very, very, very fun fact. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.